Welcome to my super type A attempt at being Zen, the podcast. My name is Risha York, and I will be your host. If you are overworked, overtired, overstretched, overwhelmed, just over it, you are in the right place. We like to say we are currently working towards Zen-ish. I'm thrilled that you've joined us. Let's see who will be supporting us on our path to Zen today. Welcome to episode two of Amy Guerrero. I'm so excited you've come back to join us. Let's hop back in. When I work through the temperament stuff with people, the thing that they don't always understand is you're not one thing, right? Mm -hmm. And so for me specifically, I am of the four temperaments. My top three are almost tied. So I move very seamlessly between three of them. And sometimes I have to have these conversations with myself where I say, Oh, I see you gold, but you're not needed right now. What I need more than anything is blue in this moment. So I need to lean more in that direction in order to do this in a way that I feel is healthy and supportive. And blue is more relationship and empathy based. And so sometimes I need to lean heavily in that direction to do the work I'm doing. And sometimes I need to move away from that to keep myself safe and be in a boundary space. And that's when gold comes to play. Absolutely. And again, like you, to the listeners that are like, oh, I want to work in that level of fluidity throughout my day. Absolutely. Like that's what we're all moving towards. And until your nervous system feels safe to kind of let you be flexible, then you're going to bump up against that. Like, no, it has to be this way. Yeah. And not because you don't have access to your prefrontal cortex, your sequencing skills when you're in one of these states in a high, no, in high vigilance or high reactive, any high, anything, or, you know, low, you know, yeah. where you're on the floor and you're just like, I can't do anything except for Netflix and mindlessly eat. Yeah. Okay, that's okay. But be in full approval of it. Cause you're going to come out of it faster. If your approval, if you're yes. in approval the more you it. beat yourself up about it, the longer it's going to take to rebound. Oh, geez. Yeah. 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 I mean, because when what we're talking about is like a lot of deconditioning. That's it. it And I think giving permission, giving yourself like, obviously my whole, I have another course called lead without permission. And that's a big part of my conversation with clients on a regular basis. You know, you have to find who you are as a leader, who you are as a person and stop waiting for other people's approval around it and just come right out there leading from the heart. Yep. And be you. And that's how you get to authentically live you and be you. And in those moments, you might have three days where you need to lay and watch Netflix and binge eat ice cream and watch Charmed or whatever it is that does it for you. Um, That's my show. Um, (laughs) But you have something that brings you comfort or, okay, well, you know, we go through these periods and everything is temporary. Everything, everything on this planet, everything you're ever experiencing, it's all temporary. So give it what it needs, work through it, come back to another space when you're ready. Yeah. Yeah. 
And if you feel terrified to do that, like lean into other people and connection and community and co-regulation with people that are doing that because our nervous systems are constantly like aiding each other in, in feeling these things, right. Just like our human design, like we complete each other in so many ways. And so if someone's out there struggling, like I'm trying to do this, if you're trying to do it on your own, you're really much less likely to get there because, you know, sometimes I need some of my, some regulation from the other yoga students in my yoga space. Right. Like, I mean, just all the different ways or During COVID, I would go to the grocery store just to get co-regulation because everybody was so weird on my cul-de-sac at the end. And I was like, I'm just going to go get healthy co-regulation with my trainers friends. Yeah. No commitment there. But like just that exchange of our energy is so important because then you can literally mirror what's possible to your whole body system. And just the long story short is the mindset stuff is not going to work. Not by itself. Not by itself in a dysregulated state. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with dysregulation. I really want to take any shame out of that. Yeah. It's like, no. It's just your animal body taking care of you. And everyone's going to be in that state at <laughs> some point. Like you can't. All the time. Just throughout the day. That. It's part of, part of this conversation too. My super type A attempt at being Zen. Guess what? It's, it's a practice. It's, it's a journey. It's not an end point. That's <laughs> no, a way of life. And, you know, we had this conversation actually in one of our other podcasts too, where someone said, you know, I wish I'd learned about gentle parenting earlier in my parenting career. And I laughed and said, oh yeah, a hundred percent. However, that would not stop you from still reacting or doing things that weren't considered gentle parenting because we're human beings and we oh, make yeah. mistakes and we, and it we have to be allowed. We have to be allowed to misstep and stick our foot in our mouth and be idiots. And we have to be allowed to do that. Yeah. It's how we learn. (laughs) Yeah. My, um, I'm in a, I just parted ways with someone who I like really in a grieving process right now. And we're both trauma trained people in the world and I'm guiding and he's the therapist. And it's just like, they're like everyone's like oh you've got it all figured out I'm like no we don't have anything figured out we're still just two humans that have a lot of energy and enthusiasm and adventure and all of these things that like I can say what's happening I'm like oh my nervous system's going dorsal but I might already be making him wrong right and you know, just because we have the language does not mean that we somehow supersede the human experience. And yeah, but I mean, it's a beautiful thing to learn everything that you're teaching and just to give this permission to everyone, because, you know, we would laugh about it at, in the end, and our relationship was so like the repair was just so gorgeous because I could totally see what was happening in him and I'd be like, oh, you know, like I, I went totally sympathetic and I lost you for a second there. Right. I was just fighting and flighting and in total fear. And then it would just connect us in such a stronger way because I could come back faster. Right. And this was not possible 10 years ago. Definitely not when I was still consuming alcohol and things outside of myself to cope. So, you know, there's just so many benefits to creating awareness and approval. Of Absolutely. Yourself. Well, it's like, I always say, know the monster. 
right? Oh, if you name that <laughs> My monster, monsters are cute. <laughs> if you name that monster, it's a hell of a lot easier to fight it. If you Absolutely. have not named it, it's scary because the not knowing is scarier than the knowing. Yeah. And my little tidbit from my perspective and how I teach would be like, we don't have to fight it. We can actually just approve of it. Yeah. Right. Like that you monster live here. is gorgeous. You a part of me, like yeah. it's going to happen. Yeah. I have a huge wound around abandonment. And so any kind of withholding just shakes me to my core. Right. And I, because I have a sense of felt sense of everything I can feel when someone's withholding. And I'm like, I'm like, please, this is the opportunity for you to tell the truth right now. Yeah. Because my system is already getting activated and it's not my monster will come out and attack you. Yeah. Because I feel so threatened by the loss and abandonment of you. But I mean, I can name it. Yeah. And so I'm just like any partner that I'm with, I'm like, just don't freaking withhold because if you withhold, eh, you're just not going to like the woman who comes out to attack you because yeah. she will. <laughs> yeah. And just knowing that it's gorgeous. And just to say like, I, this is what I need. Yeah. To Here's feel. how I get triggered. Please, please don't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like full permission to tell me everything because like that I'm going to find out anyways. Yeah. Yeah. And I yeah. feel more comfortable. As I moved through my professional life, I've had these moments where I think to myself, why don't I like this person? They seem nice. They seem like good people. There's just something that feels not okay to me. I can't figure out what it is exactly. And as I've gotten further into my work and also had this conversation a few times with several people it's come to light for me that it's, they're not in line with my top values. And one of my top values is authenticity. So if you wear a mask at any point and I get a sense that that's what's going on, mm. I'm not interested anymore. Mm, beautiful. It Gorgeous. just. And I, mm, so much permission because your nervous system says danger. It says, this is not okay. And frankly, I think it comes from obviously like some of these things are brought on by childhood trauma or what's gone on in your life at this point. Right. And for me, it certainly was something that was like heavily trauma induced. And I thought, this is exactly where this comes from. I'm aware of why I'm reacting this way. I want to give you a benefit of the doubt. But the thing is, is once I've been triggered by that same person more than a few times, you're not safe for me. And you might be safe for other people, but not for me. And that's yeah. not okay. Yeah. Sorry. Well, I think that for this, especially this type A person that we were just talking about, like, it's really important to notice and name those things. And even to start writing yourself a list of that, because yes. that good girl, good boy, good human in us that was trained and conditioned that way for so long is going to feel bad and guilty for not Absolutely, liking that person. Cause... And it's like, Hey, yo, I don't, I mean, at this point in my life, like I have very little pay, like, I just don't have room for it. So I'm just no. like, well, eh. yeah. Even some of my best friends, I keep them at a at a distance now because I'm just like, yo, you have not really gone on the same journey that I do. So our nervous systems miss each other. Yeah. And I love you so much, but I probably will only talk to you twice a year from now on. Yeah. <laughs> and that's okay. It's okay. We all grow at different speeds. Mm -hmm. We all go in different directions. And I think part of that conflict, especially for someone who is super type A, 
because super type A is very in tune with tradition and etiquette and what's expected and how to show up for people and how to be a caretaker. And, you know, that's very strong within them. And I, I appreciate and understand that. And Mm. I mean, these are the people we want in charge in spaces for sure, because you have that in you to give and we appreciate it. Mm. Right. But that's not all you are. Mm. That's not all you are. You're also someone who has needs and wants and needs support and has to lean on people from time to time. And it doesn't make you less strong. And yeah. that I think the, the problem, they feel like they have to carry it all themselves right when it gives them that sense of belonging that sense of belonging like why does everybody like her but I don't like her I don't get it oh I'll just play along (laughs) yeah yeah great and then you feel awful the whole time you're there no stop why bye walk away make your own circle one that feels comfortable and supportive and happy and kind yeah absolutely and then if someone agitates you you know something that I like to play with as well is like is that agitating me because it's something that I desire for myself and that's a place of growth right and so especially when you're you know finding teachers in the world like I agitate people for sure oh yeah and (laughs) yeah and and then like when they come close I'm just like that agitation is not for me that's you yeah and like just tell me what you want yeah right tell me what's agitating you and then I can direct you in the direction to work with me or do things in my spaces. And sometimes it's from another direction. Like you see something that you don't like in yourself in that person. Yeah. That you haven't faced off with yet. You haven't accepted it yet, but you know, you're doing it. Like, you know, it's a thing you don't like that you do. Yeah. And you're seeing someone else do it and you're like, Oh, she's awful. Is she? Um, and I don't subscribe <laughs> too much to the 12 step programs, but I mean, it did serve a purpose in my life at first time and yeah. it serves a purpose in the world. But one thing that they say is if you spot it, you got it. And it's just a really simple way to be like, mm, just, you know, like look at that, but yeah. we're again, so conditioned to, to feel victimized by our sensation. Yeah. Well, and so then we start persecuting and judging and it's not and, necessary, right? Yeah. It is a very hard pattern to break. Yeah. And as you'd said earlier, if we could meet that person where they're at, Mm. rather than pinpoint and judge, what a different conversation that would be. It's brilliant. Yeah. One of my clients was telling me this morning, someone came and attacked her on her Instagram page and, but turned off her comments so that she couldn't comment back to her. And I was like, that's a classic disorganized attachment, right? It's just like, they're coming full in, victimized by your post, want yeah. to tell you all these things, but then do not want to be told anything back, right? right? And the real power and the real change comes when we can hold ourselves and like, I absolutely disagree with you and I love you. And that was another thing that I just really appreciated about my relationship. It's just like, I totally, totally disagree with you. And it's okay. Yeah. I love you, baby. And like, thank you. Like, we can have this conversation as many times as you want. What do you want for dinner? Yeah. Right. And it was just so much freedom. And that takes a flexible nervous system and understanding your temperament and going and from we're also to gold. <laughs> these days, I'd love to get your input on that because we're also triggered these days, you know, 
generally in the media, everything is very divisive. Everything is very high energy, fear mongering. Like we live, so I live in Canada, just north of Toronto. Last week it was, there's a giant storm coming batting the hatches shut it all down and i was like really and people were commenting on on it in toronto thunderstorm snow okay but guys like it's weather and we're all okay everyone's okay no one's getting hit by lightning in the middle of young street like this isn't a big deal and where we were it was almost nothing like we got a lot of snow but we live in canada Folks, like we know that that's coming every year. It's not like it misses us. So there's this fear mongering about everything, even things as simple as the weather that are coming anyway. They're coming anyway. And so we're so, you know, up and amped up about everything. And there's so many fewer conversations around you and I disagree. It's more, I'm going to throw my opinion in your face. You can throw your opinion in mine. Can't we have more of a discussion rather than a debate? Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm moving towards in the world. That's the spaces that I create. And yeah, I mean, just the news, the media, Instagram, Facebook, like all the places, you TikTok, like it, there's just so much your nervous system will naturally go towards that sympathetic like oh my god fear and then it'll help those ideas and those problems stay alive so that you feel valuable and belonging and let me tell the neighbors and like your nervous system is going to gravitate towards that and it's becomes a lot about that personal responsibility of like everything that I consume really matters Mm-hmm. And am I willing to take care of myself and be conscious of that in all of the ways, because it's going to affect the rest of my day. And I probably am going to get into some kind of argument with my partner if I don't check this. Yeah. And <laughs> it's just so funny. Yeah. I mean, I, I really get a kick out of it because I way before I started in this work and it was just a consultant more doing business consulting at the time, like I was already checked out of the news since. Oh, yeah. Like, 2005 or something I was just like well yeah. I can't with the news like I already feel so much I don't need Detect, to feel more. yeah I'm too high empathy I feel everything so I have to be very aware oh, of yeah. what I watch even right now somebody asked me I've been asked five times this week are you watching that new zombie show the rest of us the last of us the last of us I'm like no they're like, oh yeah, it's so great. Uh, you have to watch it. I was like, I probably won't. It, it's not for me. I need something soft and you need charmed. Yeah, I need something either fantasy, comedy, or just not yeah. realistic because I don't want to live in a state of hypervigilance all the time. Yeah. And that comes into my subconscious and then I'm having dreams about running away from zombies and I don't need that in the middle of the night yeah totally you know or for your downtime or for yeah so downtime. and this is again this conversation is like all about that permission like can you get to know your system and then not subscribe to whatever popular culture is pers- 
subscribing to trying to shove it down like your throat doesn't work yeah I mean my girlfriend's told me I remember in San Francisco like you really need to watch the news because you're so uninformed and I was like that's your opinion yeah right like when I'm in what I need to know I know and I don't really care about the rest and it was fun I did a whole year course on like being in your fullest self-expression and what I really came to is like the the hills that I'm willing to die on I really care about those things. And I know all the things about it. I'm so passionate about it. And I can just talk for days about it like this. Yeah. But then there's things that I'm just like, I don't really care about the vaccine that much. I don't really care about all of these other things that are going on. I just, nothing in my physical body says, yes, care about that. And so I'm, I only have a certain bandwidth and my type yeah. A-ness wants to know everything. Yeah. <laughs> right. She wants to like, oh, I need to know everything. So I'm valuable in the world. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I don't. And learning to work with that and give that permission is just going to create so much freedom in your physical. Well, and having your specialty, I love that idea too. You know, we all have our specialties. You can't know everything. You can't be everything to everyone. You can't be, that's not possible. I'm sorry, whoever's listening and trying to literally be the center of everyone's universe around them. Sorry, no, not going to work out. Either you're going to have a full breakdown and you're going to end up a puddle on the floor and it's going to take you years to rebuild. Yeah. Or you have to start get choosier. You know, just get choosier around the things that matter to you and your expertise. Where are you going to really excel? Focus on that. Let's not try and be all the things. Yeah. You can't be an encyclopedia. It's not fair to ask that of anyone. That's exhausting. Yeah, it's exhausting, yeah. right? Yeah. I'm, so a, if, I'm a one, three Manny Jenny. So I can, it's so funny because I love to research everything, but then I'm just going to like try everything as well. So yeah. I'm like, this is, a, this is quite a, a thing for me and I just get to notice it and then, you know, really embody it. And then yeah. there's more permission. And then I'm like, I don't need to research it. I already know the truth. Like, can I just be with the truth? Yeah. And then there's some temperaments, you know, like our inquiring greens, they need to research it. They want to research it. They want to see the numbers on the paper. Oh, yeah. They want to see the, that's fine. Do it. Do that work. It has to be important to you. Yeah. Don't do that work for everything. <laughs> if you're trying to figure out what orange juice to buy, please do not do that work. Just try an <laughs> you orange You don't need juice. a spreadsheet for the spreadsheet for the orange juice. No. But I have definitely had people that were like that. Yeah. Absolutely. And my and husband like is no that person. Shame. No my shame. Husband no shame. Is that person. And it's hilarious. But you know, we have a lot of conversations around this probably doesn't need as much attention as say if we were going to buy a new lawnmower. Like by all means, please do the research. I'd like it to last for a while. And now, you know, in our relationship, because I know that about him and he knows that I'm a little bit more impulsive, I'd be like, what's a good deal? What has good ratings? Yep. Pull the trigger. That's yeah. how I work. He's more, I'm going to take a week to read all of the backgrounds and what's and everything and then weigh it all out and figure it out. Cool. So when we make decisions together in the house, if it requires a lot of work, I do not have the patience for that. Mm -hmm. He does. Mm -hmm. So I say all right, research guy, this is you. Yeah. I need you to look this up and figure it out and come back to me with your top two or top three and we'll make a decision. Absolutely, yeah. If I don't have time to wait for him, 
I do the quick Google search and I already make up my mind and I give him three links and I go, cause he needs something in writing. Yeah. Tell okay. Me which one. So here are the three options. Have a look at each of them and tell me which one you're thinking I'm leaning towards two. Yeah. And then he'll yeah. be like, Oh, great. Look over it. And by the afternoon we have an answer, but we have to know where to put that energy. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's very much how my partner and I were. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. This is yours. I'm just going to be like, I already know. Yes. It's so fun to just know that again, freedom, 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 y'all. And saves your relationships oh, all day long. Right. Yeah. So if someone out there is listening and they've tried all the things, Amy, like they've done it all, but they're still struggling to find Zen. Mm. What do you think is going on there? Mm. Well, everything we've been talking about, we've just, been, there's been so many great stories today, which is gorgeous. And people really will, I think, appreciate um, what's going on is simply that your nervous system is stuck. It's, it's immovable from the place that it's at because it's in a survival response. Mm-hmm. And until you can understand what survival response it's in, and start to give it some room through and this is the thing this comes through the body not the mind all day long yeah like once you identify like oh like I feel it and this is where like the somatic work is going to be super helpful mate your nervous system stuck and you're not going to be able to outthink yourself here because you've already done all the things and you'll actually and this is what I think is so fascinating about when people are in the space of like they want more data and you know, a good, strong teacher will be like, I see you hearing me with your mind. Yeah. I see you going, checking all of the boxes and saying you've done all the things, but you are not actually hearing anything I'm saying. Yeah. From your, the most important thing in your life, which is your body. Right. We're not walking, walking in the knowledge. No. And, but the nervous system is just like, I can't do that. And so it's just like literally stuck. And this is where there is going to be a degree of unraveling. That's going to be very uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And you're probably going to find a little bit of emotional, physical trauma there. And you're going to be like, this sucks. I didn't know I had trauma. That's one of the things that almost every one of my high end one-on-one clients say, they're like, I didn't even know I had trauma. I'm like, well, you've been frozen for like 40 years. So right. it's okay. Yeah. High sympathetic, high achiever, lots of money, but not there. Yeah. And so just to recognize that kind of like I explained earlier um, in the podcast, when I felt like I was Neo in the matrix of like, and if you haven't seen the matrix, it's a great movie Yeah, um, yeah, um, where I just everything downloaded into my body. And I was like, oh, I know I get it now. I understand now. And now I can go teach this to others and be in my body around it. And then always know that my sympathetic response is going to come protect me every day. So how do they shift to that space? How do they learn that? Mm, Well, I mean, finding a guide, like you're not going to do this on your own. Like maybe you start in the research rabbit hole and you start watching YouTubes and all of the things. But once you actually say like, Hey, I think I'm stuck in sympathetic or there's a part of me that's totally frozen. Mm -hmm. Then it really comes into 
understanding where you can increase your range. And that comes through somatics that comes through breath work. A type A person is probably not going to want to meditate. I don't subscribe. Oh, they struggle a lot. It's actually one of the bones of contention in in my practice all the time. I get, oh, I can't meditate. And I'm like, okay, right away though, fixed mindset, right? I bet it's uncomfortable to meditate, which is probably a way clearer way of saying that. Yeah, absolutely. And it takes time. Like you want to start with moving meditations. You want to start with yogic meditations, with breath work, with, um, with just like, like shaking it out. Guided meditations that take you through. So you don't have to be the one trying to take yourself through that helps too. And, but even stillness, if someone's really in that space, stillness is totally threatening. Yeah. And so just like saying like, you don't have to actually be still to meditate today, like go for a walk and listen to this and observe three things. The door is yellow, but you know, just all of these different mindfulness things that can happen as well. Yeah. So I really like, it, it does take how I put it to people is like, you have a body and they're like, I do. And I'm like, you do. It's really yeah. important. And then when they start creating that awareness in their body, then we have the opening to say, Hey, let's try this. Yeah. Let's do, you know, let's try this practice. Let's do this thing. Let's, let's touch yourself. Let's use more just somatics because there's, there's something in there that really needs to move. Yeah. And energy is energy is energy and energy needs to move. Like if it's not moving, it's getting stuck and you're going to stay there. Yeah. And there's going to be repercussions. Absolutely. Your body's always telling you, it's always telling you what it needs. It's just a matter of whether you're listening. Yep. Uh, 100%. And sometimes we, like, I didn't, I got hit by a wave of grief on Friday, probably sometime while I was practicing, I don't, or just teaching. And I don't, I don't really remember what happened, but, um, about three or four o'clock, like everything in my shoulder blade scapula was just like screaming. And I was like, oh, oh my gosh. Like something probably wanted to be moved and felt, well, I don't say probably it did. And I just didn't give it the conscious awareness. And so instead it gripped down and I've been struggling so much with this all weekend. Yeah. Cause I just forgot to give it the energy. And so lots of crying, lots of emoting this weekend as we've gone through lots of Theragun, lots of yoga, all of the things. And I'm like, dang, like if I was just a little bit more aware on Friday, right. I could have, you know, prevented avoided this, all of this. Whatever. Like it's just my favorite feel. thing is I always hurt myself. I I'm really spazzy. I hurt myself a lot. Um, <laughs> just cause I'm, I'm not careful. And when, especially I think when we're super type A, you're going, you're going, you're going, you're not going carefully, you're just going. And so for me, I'll be doing something like getting out of the shower really quickly and drying myself off and I'll turn a certain way and then something shifts and I'm like, uh, and ironically, it's always after I find my mind goes into overdrive when I'm around water in the shower, in a pool, in a bath. I, mm. it's highly, I like to say conductive, right? Highly conductive. Everything's moving. I'm thinking, I'm thinking. And so getting out of the shower, I've hurt myself so many times. And I often wonder, you know, what was I thinking about right before that happened? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. What are the connections between what was going on in my brain 
and me slipping a disc in my back because it happens pretty frequently in that order. Are you afraid that may I ask a question? Yeah. Okay with you. Are you afraid you're gonna forget the idea? Oh, that's like low a good key. Question. Maybe. Mm. I am very like squirrel, right? So I try and write things down and document things so that I don't forget. Yeah. But I'm also when I'm in water, highly creative and come up with all these ideas. Oh, very common, yeah. And then I think like how I'm in the middle of a lake or I'm, how am I going <laughs> to yeah. document this? Gee, I hope I remember it later. <laughs> yeah. Well, and maybe just giving yourself some permission in that moment. That's what I do in the shower. Um, Cause I have the same, I'm a Pisces sun. Mm -hmm. So like water moves me in so many different ways, mm -hmm. but I just remind myself, like I do keep a notebook close to the bathtub as well but, or my phone, but I, um, I also just remind myself in the moment, like you're washing your hair right now in your body. And if that idea, that podcast idea, that thing for your client that da, 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 is supposed to really become real, you're going to remember this. Yeah. And it does like bring me back into like, Oh, I'm just scrubbing. Right. I'm washing my, my arm. I'm, I'm stepping out of the tub and there's a big step here. Yeah. So, I mean, again, that permission, yeah. Could be something that's really important. Yeah. I like it. I yeah. love it. Thank you for joining me here today, Amy. It's really nice. It's yeah. been really delightful and nice to reconnect. It's been a while. It has. Yeah. So it's Thank been you. really fun. Um, I hope everyone listening has enjoyed our chat and gets a chance to listen to the podcast we've, we've released this far and as well as the ones coming up, there's lots of really fun people coming around and I think you're really going to appreciate it. And I have learned a lot today. So thank you, Amy. Yeah. Thank you, Risha. This and if anyone great. was looking to get in touch with you and work with you, how would they do that? Um, Instagram regulate with Amy, everything regulate with Amy, everything so, regulate with. Yeah. Amy. Yeah. Website, all the things I'm starting a year long program called roots, which really is, it's the one-on-one -on -one experience that I give to my clients, but now it's going to be in that group form and we're going to, it's going to be the roots. It's going to be the foundations of everything. So Fun. anyone okay. who wants to work with me, that will be where you start from now on. Excellent. Well, that's good to yeah. know. Yeah. Awesome. Absolutely. Well, thank you again for joining us and thank you listeners. We look forward to having you back. Thank you for listening. Like and subscribe to our channel wherever you listen to podcasts. Visit www.yorkmotivational.com for more information on my super type A attempt at being Zen, the coaching program, lead without permission, or visit our contact page to reach out to Risha. Wishing you all continued balance and fulfillment on your road to Zen.